Did you know that when you approach a horse, it will match its heart rate to your heart rate? And did you know that it's been scientifically proven that you will get serotonin and experience all kinds of mental health benefits by simply standing next to a horse? You don't even have to ride it. Just standing next to a horse just might make your brain Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, what's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're going to be looking at the mental health benefits of just being near a horse. Now, I know that there are a lot of people who are actually afraid of horses, and we're going to talk about that too. But I thought it was really interesting, A, the fact about the heart rate of the horse matching yours. And as I learned in today's episode, horses are incredibly empathetic and carry a host of benefits with them just being in their presence. You know that saying, you're the average of the five? Well, maybe you need to throw a horse in there. These horses seem like they're pretty cool. We're about to dig into that in just a moment. But if you are new here, I want to welcome you to Happy Brain. If you haven't done so yet, I invite you to hit that subscribe button. We keep it fun. We keep it light. But the intention is we want to promote mental health and make it more accessible and attainable to everyone by exploring these crazy, fun, interesting, outside-of-the-box hack. So if that's your jam, I invite you to hit that subscribe button. And if you haven't done so yet, be super grateful if you left us an honest review over on Apple or your iTunes app, like Leona Morlock, who says, Heather is such a fun personality and Happy Brain is such a light and easy listen. Can't wait to see where this adventure leads. Big thank you to Leona for leaving us that review. And again, if you drop us a line, I'll shout you out on the show. Super grateful for you. You know what else I'm grateful for? This woman named Karen Hamilton. I got into a conversation with her via Facebook and it wasn't really even about mental health, but something got brought up about horses and their heart rate and how they match the person that they're near. And I thought it was super interesting. So I slid into her DM, started talking to her about horses and asked her, if she would come on the show and share with us about the mental health benefits of being around horses. Now, who is Karen? She is the founder of Hamilton Horsemanship, which is dedicated to building the next generation of horsemen. But I had to ask her, well, okay, horses are cool, but how do they benefit us exactly? They are some of the best therapy animals. Just being around them, like walking out to their pasture, your serotonin levels are going to go up. Your cortisol levels go down. They are like, I call them the ultimate therapy animal. And people think, oh, they're so big. How do you, you know, like a dog or cat, you could pet and snuggle and cuddle closely with. Well, horses, just being with them, leading them, grooming them. It's, they're so amazing. (laughs) So I want to clarify that you don't even have to ride the horses. Simply being around them will increase your serotonin. Absolutely. It's it's amazing. It's been scientifically proven. There was a lady a few years ago on the East Coast who did a study, a six-week study with Vietnam veterans who had PTSD. And they brought them out to the barn and just had them around the horses, maybe grooming them or walking them, not even necessarily riding them. 
and she tested different factors in their PTSD symptoms. Three weeks into the six-week program, all their signs of PTSD had lowered by 42%. Halfway through the study, are you ready for this? This is, this is mind-blowing. At the end of the six weeks, and these are Vietnam veterans, okay? They've been dealing with PTSD for decades, decades, okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's mind-blowing. At the end of the six-week study, their symptoms and the things that they were dealing with were down by 87%. It's seriously, it's amazing. It, I really feel it's an untapped resource. I mean, yes, there are programs out there, um, even ones that works directly with the VA to work with veterans. As you know, I'm a veteran too. I was curious what she thought about why she believed horses had this effect. They are prey animals. So yeah, they're not predators. Cats, dogs, they're predators. That's a different dynamic for them in their, you know, their group, their litter, their whatever you want to call it, a herd is what we call the horses. Horses are prey animals. And I feel like they relate to us on a different level. It's a different connection. There's different therapy programs out there that will take people who have epilepsy or different MS or different diseases and they take them out with the horses and yeah, they don't have to ride. They could just be around them. There's a great many, many, many studies of people, <laughs> seizure disorders, their number of occurrences of seizure activity go down being with the horses, just coming out a few times a week, being around the horses, the horses will match their heart rates to the people around them. I've seen posts of different horses surrounding a woman who is in a wheelchair and they would all lay down around her. That is the most vulnerable position for a horse to be laying down. Flight is their number one reaction. Flight, they run away. They all chose to lay down around her to be to bring her peace. And it's like, it sounds like the things of fairy tales. They match our heart rate with ours. The world is vibrations and frequencies, right? All our energies are out there. Horses will be with a person. And I tell my students all the time, that horse is feeling what you're feeling. They are sensitive and receptive to, if you've had a bad day, they feel your stress. If you're sitting on them and smiling, they know it. They absolutely know it. They will match their heart rate to those around them just to have that harmony. Now, I've heard that it's a common fear that people are afraid of horses. And I wondered her experience working with someone who's maybe afraid of them. Yeah, very common fear. Very common fear. Um, I've had one of my fun stories is I've had a student that loves horses. Her mother's absolutely terrified. And every day, if I can get mom to take a step closer into the barn aisle with the horse in the stall, horses behind a wall, you know, they can stick their head out. But the times that I can get them to come closer and work up that courage is, it's so rewarding. I thought it was interesting that she's expressed how empathetic horses are. So it's interesting to me why people are afraid of them. Right. But think of how large the animal is in the first place. Okay. That's intimidating. Even our pony, which is no taller than my five-year-old daughter. He outweighs her. He's 400 pounds. So, but going to your point of being seen, a horse's vision, they see almost 365 degrees because of the position of their eyes on the sides of their head, they can see almost all the way around them. They have two blind spots, one directly behind their tail. It's a very small blind spot. And then right underneath their face, right under their chin. There's a neat diagram. You can, you can Google it. You know, it shows the field of vision for each eye. And so each eye being able to see so far is also connected to the opposite side of their brain. And we talk in training of horses, we talk a lot about 
what you do on the left, you have to do on the right because you're training both sides of their brain. All right, time to bring it home. We need to hear about Karen's path of falling in love with horses. I grew up in northern Minnesota, not horse country at all, but horse obsessed for as long as I could remember. That's all I wanted. Uh, when I was 16, um, I had a car and a snowmobile, and I told my parents that I would sell them both if I could have a horse. They did not take me up on that deal. <laughs> when I was 23, so 19 years ago, I was going through a rough patch in relationships, but I had also joined the army. And when I got home from basic training and my and different training that I'd done, I bought my first horse. I told my soon-to-be ex, hey, I'm doing this, and went and bought my first horse. I now have her daughter is now 14 and is one of my just heart horses. We call them heart horses, the ones that you connect with, you know, on a deeper level. I love them all, but I don't feel the same towards my kids' pony as I do my my mare Reggie. She's extra special. But yeah, I got my first horse 19 years ago and yeah, moved to Montana to work on a dude ranch. So I took guests out on rides and and we actually used, I had brought two horses out there. We used my mare for guests because she was amazing. You could put anybody on her and she would match to their level of skill. She would walk quiet and calm with a child. But if an adult got on her and asked for a little more, she gave it. Dude ranches. And then I ended up, actually got in a horse wreck um, my second summer. Broke my nose and my tailbone at the same time. (laughs) Ended up going out to California. Worked for Horse Rescue. That was incredible. Um, Seeing horses that had not been loved at all and caring for them and bringing them back to health and watching their process. You know, they have psychological scars too, when they go through those things and working through those things with them. And then I'd met a trainer who did American paint horse and American quarter horse show circuits. She also did breeding and worked with problem horses. I ended up apprenticing with her for two and a half years. And that was amazing. I lived right on her place. I was out in the barn by 6am cleaning stalls, feeding horses, and then helping her train. And we showed all over the West coast. And she actually bought me my first show horse as a thank you for my hard work. Unfortunately, we lost Ellie about 10 days ago. We had to put her down. She contracted cancer. So we've had some very high highs and very low lows, but they've been there for me. And they, I have often said they are my sanity. I am more myself when I'm in the barn. I am not in control, which is, I'm kind of a type A. I like the control, but when I'm there, it's more, I'm present. I'm with them. I think my kids are even happier when we're at the barn. (laughs) How has this made your brain happy? Oh my goodness. In so many ways. What they've taught me, like I learned all this training and how to work with them and how to teach them. But the things they've taught me, I wouldn't be the mother I am without the horses first. I became a mother older and I'm 42 and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And I would not be the mom I am to my children if it wasn't for the horses first. They gave me patience so much patience and and the ability to think outside the box you have to they can't communicate to you other than body language exhibiting pain you know their eyes you have to learn to read this animal who can't speak english you know you have to be patient you have to know them i would not be the mother i am to my children if it wasn't for the horses i got one final question for karen but before we go i want to give her a big shout out and thank you for coming on the show make sure you connect with her at hamilton horsemanship that is on Facebook. So before we go, I needed to ask her, was there anything else you wanted to say about horses and mental health that I did not ask you? 
we talked about the fear that people have of them. There is just so much there to not be afraid of. Just so much. They're so giving. They're so intuitive. They listen. They're the best listeners. <laughs> they are just the best listeners. I love hearing the passion in her voice about these animals. It's so cool to hear that transformation in her own life. And I hope that this encouraged you today, whether you are getting lost on purpose, playing with Play-Doh, or just standing near a horse, take some time for yourself today, my friends, and make that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.